Hello everyone, it is Maxi. Hey guys, it's Jesse here and welcome back to a new episode of Lights Camera Storytime. Yay! I don't know. Um, so unfortunately, we are not recording together this week because it's just been really hectic for the, well, at least for me, I had a lot of things coming up. So please stay tuned for that. But yeah, so this week we're actually going to be doing a little reaction video just to get like, you know, a little vibe of like two perspectives in a way. And plus we've been wanting to do a reaction video for a little bit now. I know we some somewhat did a little bit of one for the Will Smith little scandal. So this is technically latching onto that in a way that makes sense. So yeah, I do apologize for the inconvenience of this new editing like way or like how it's being recorded and differently. So we do apologize, but we promise we'll get back together next week. No, me and Maxine are not in a fight. Please don't think, no, never. Maxine and I love each other. I love her. I'm actually seeing her this weekend. A little mini reunion. Anyways. <laughs> So, yeah, so this week we are going to be doing a little reaction video for you guys. It's just a little treat. If you are a Swifty, please continue watching this episode because, y'all, it's about to get wild. And obviously, Maxine, I love Maxine, but she has not seen this movie as far as I know of the last time we spoke about it. So, this is the first time for a fellow non-Swifty to watch this film. Um, and the first, actually my millionth time watching this film, but we could get into that in a moment. So if you are a Swifty, please follow us on this journey and this little episode because this is about to get wild. I love this little vibe also. This is like a new setting I'm in right now currently. So hopefully you like this little setting. Let me know if you guys want me to record on here more often because it's just a vibe. But yeah, so buckle up Swifties or non-Swifties and just watch this episode. Just come along on this wild journey with us. If you guys want to see the short film, which we are referencing, it's the Taylor Swift All Too Well short film. Link will be in the bio for, or bio? No, this is Instagram. Link will be in the description for you guys to watch it if you're down because it is a cinematic masterpiece. That's all I have to say. So yeah, I can't wait to see Maxine's perspective, but this is my perspective. So hopefully you enjoy our opinions and let us know if you guys want us to do this kind of episode more often, because this is just kind of a vibey fun way for us to just see our reactions when it's up. Now, today we are going to be reacting to Taylor Swift's All Too Well short film. So I have it up here on my computer. So I'm going to watch it and react in real time with you guys uh, so you guys can see my reaction because that's the point of this video. Um, also, I apologize if my lighting's a little wonky. Um, the light in my room is not working, so I'm in the dark. So i got a ring light on one side and I have a lamp on that side. So I'm hoping I look okay. Uh, so yeah, so the film itself, it's about 15 minutes long. So I'm excited to watch it. I know nothing about this. I believe it's based off of a song that Taylor Swift did. I'm not sure. I think it is. Um, again, I have not seen it. I didn't even know this was a thing um, until Jesse told me. So yeah, so we're going to get started and react to this short film. If you guys don't know... I talk about this on the podcast way too much. Or I probably br briefly mention it here and there. 
but I am a huge fan of Taylor Swift. I don't want to get into the origin story about it because that's like a, that's like a long thing. I could do a whole dedicated solo episode about that, but like we can, let me know if you guys want more solo episodes like this, but anyways, um, but I want to get into the region of like what I felt during what, well, okay. As you may know, Miss Swift, oh my God, there's like a fly here. Wait, sorry, Megan, edit this out. I'm so sorry. Edit that out where I was about to get started. But anyways, sorry, I don't know if that fly was, I think that's a fruit fly. It looked huge. Did you see that? Or was it me? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, just start from here. So before we get into this reaction video, I just want to say, I briefly mentioned a lot that I love Taylor Swift and I know it's probably getting annoying to you guys, but this is kind of my idea for this episode because me and Maxine have been wanting to do a review for a while and, and we thought we would like branch out into something different of seeing a short film that is directed by Miss Swift. Hello. I think this is a cinematic masterpiece. I think it should deserve to be in the movie screens at this point. So just a little backstory because I am a big Swifty. I'm not going to go too much into it, but I know this, well, allegedly, because obviously she never confirmed it herself, but we all know as Swifty fans that this is about Jake Gyllenhaal. And I know me and uh, Maxine love Spider-Man and like the Marvel Universe. Obviously, he plays Mysterio from Spider-Man. If you don't know him, he's also in other movies, which is irrelevant because he is a trash garbage man. We do also establish this on the podcast a lot. So basically... Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal cheated, not cheated. What did he do again? I, I don't even remember. Oh, he, he like basically like broke up with Taylor because he was too old for her. But that instigated and insinuated for this relationship to move forward. So if you knew from the beginning that you did not want to be with her because you were old and she was young and she was 21 at the time when they started dating. So, like, it was legal. The legal age is 18, right? To date? Like, like the legal age to date when you're older. Is that? I don't know. Somebody need fact check that. Megan, insert, like, a law state at the corner. Because I... A, a I know... I could be wrong. But anyways, back to the point. Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal decides to break up with Taylor Swift because he's too old for her. And Taylor obviously is very upset about this. She's like, girl... What do you mean? You were the one out here dating me. And now you're suddenly deciding not to date me because you're old? When was this? When was Huh? No way. Mm-mm. I think he also, like, um, there's a lot of things that are in this message of the song All Too Well. By the way, it's in the Red album. I love that album. It's a very fall vibe album. I remember listening to the song in high school. Just a little vivid thing. That little, little bit of a sprinkle Easter thing backstory thing for me but I remember when this song came out I was livid as a teen me because I never been in a relationship in high school and I just wanted to live that fantasy of just feeling that heartbreak and I felt like when while listening to that in high school I felt her heartbreak does that make sense because it's like bro like I can't believe that this man literally played her and the fact that like he literally was like oh I'll date you but I midway through the relationship it's like oh never mind i'm a little bit too old and you're too young but it was legal you know so i feel like betrayed it, it gives me olivia rodrigo vibes even though olivia rodrigo t is like low-key inspired high-key inspired by miss taylor honestly so 
when I knew Taylor was going to release the 10 minute version of the song, my teenage heart live it through again, but this time with a heart attack. I couldn't believe it. Obviously, if you guys don't know, she's re-releasing her albums because of her rights. When I found out that she was re-releasing her album, Red, and she announced that she was going to do the 10 minute version of All Too Well, my teenage heart livid, but 10 times worse that I got into a heart attack mode. Like I was shook. I love the song to pieces. And I just love the way she story tells it in a way. That's what I love about Taylor. You can hate her all you want. I know there's some non-Swifties out there that just hate Taylor because she's so talented. But let me tell you something. She knows how to write good music and she knows how to get through your heartstrings. So if you're going to be out here being like, Taylor has no talent. Taylor can write better poetry than you would ever. Taylor Swift can even write a freaking English essay for you. And she can get a better grade than you. So I don't know why you're out here being like, Taylor doesn't have talent. Taylor doesn't know how to sing. We're just going to get on to the reaction now because I I am so excited about this. I, I watched it when the short film was announced that she was going to release it on YouTube. I was so happy about that. I was low-key scared because I thought I was going to be like at like an award or film festival or something and I was like do I have to file the way wherever this is to see this movie because I'm down to see this movie so hopefully we can all appreciate this wonderful film that we're about to watch um also the people that play in this movie it's actually uh, Sadie Sink which she is from Stranger Things which immaculate performance in the recent season I watch I know Maxine doesn't watch Stranger Things but quickly I love Stranger Things it's such a good freaking show this recent season has been so that kind of rhymed recent season anyways this recent uh new season that they released has been so popularized amazing immaculate Sadie was such a good had a good performance in this um I don't know if I can say spoilers on here because I don't know if anybody watched the new season but like her performance was immaculate this season and obviously she deserves an, an Emmy nomination or something I've heard something about that where she did not get an Emmy nomination and a lot of people were like very upset about that. So hopefully maybe she gets nominated for something in this film because this is just so wonderfully put together. She looks beautiful. Hopefully we can have add more opinions about that. I know Dylan O'Brien's in it, but I'm, can we be honest? I feel like Dylan O'Brien is like very, como se dice, overhyped. He is really handsome. I think he's just a regular actor guy. Also, I'm going to be putting on headphones because we don't want to get copyrighted for this episode. So if you want to listen to the track, uh, I suggest you listen to the all too well regular version and then the 10 minute version. Because girl, there's a lot of details that's been added on the 10 minute version. And my heart, this whole reaction video is just going to be me singing the entire song because I love the song to pieces. So this is like a little copyrighted moment. So I'm so sorry. Also, rip headphone users. I'm going to be singing this entire freaking movie. Practically a short film. Love is so short, forgetting is so long. I agree with that statement. Hold on. I'm only like 30 seconds in, but I have a question. Is that Dylan O'Brien? Is that like the Dylan O'Brien? I have seen, okay, look, I have seen so many TikToks on my feed about Dylan O'Brien 
and how hot he is. I mean, I get it, but just like, I, I've seen him everywhere. And now here he is on a Taylor Swift short film. I just wanted to point that out. But is that Dylan O'Brien? I think it is. I don't know who the lady is. She looks very pretty, but I think it's Dylan O'Brien. It's really cool, Taylor. I see what you're doing. Okay, opinion. <laughs> so they're walking through the forest and the girlfriend's just like piggybacking on the guy. He's carrying her. Um, I love that. That's great. Um, I personally wouldn't do that. I'm just concerned for his safety. Cause like if it were me, I would not want my man like carrying me. Well, like we're hiking, we're hiking together. And I don't think the point of hiking together is for like you to just carry me the whole way. Like I get it, it's cute, but I just hope he doesn't trip and fall. I'm like a tree stump or something. That's my only thing, but it's very cute. Oh my God, here it is, I found it. Okay, it's the all too well short, oh, the short film. That's it, that's all it says. Oh my God, it has 4.3 million likes. That's a lot. I don't know. That's a lot for Taylor. Is that a lot for Taylor? I feel like she hit like a billion streams. Written and directed by Taylor. Hmm. It's a little bit too real, right? They always say when you write or something where or we have him on the podcast here. Which, by the way, happy belated birthday, Harrison Wong. Um, he did mention, I think. In an episode when he guest starred here where he said that you can draw inspiration from real life situations or from in general just inspirations about anything practically so i think taylor kind of got her inspiration from real life events if you know you know um like i mentioned this might be about jake gyllenhaal but anyways she hasn't fully confirmed anything which i'm kind of glad that she's keeping this a little bit quiet because i feel like it's not it's none of our business. You know what I mean? I mean, it kind of just shows already throughout the short film and the song. So why does she have to be like, hey guys, yeah, this is about... Sorry, this fly is bothering me. Cut that out. Sorry. I think it just shows that, like, you know, that this is about Jake Gyllenhaal. But I don't have to say... It's like, I don't keep secrets, but it's private. You know what I mean? Anyways, let's just get on to actually reacting to this freaking movie because this is just... This is just award-winning. I think it also got nominated at the VMAs for best, like, music video or something. But it's not a music video. Honestly, could it be a music video? I don't know. Let me know in the comments, guys. Anyways, I'll shut up and we'll watch it. I'm going to sing throughout this, this entire thing. So, th the film starts off wonderful where it says, Love is so short. Forgetting it is so long. That's a good quote. Honestly, that's so true about love. Sadie Sink! Dylan O'Brien! Oh my god. Oh. Okay, pause. We have to pause this for a second. Because let me say this really quick. A lot of people were criticizing. Not a lot of people. Who was it? I think it was just the asshole, non-Swifty people. When they saw this film, everyone was like, Ew, that's so weird that Sadie Sink is like so... Because Sadie Sink is actually like 19... I think Dylan O'Brien is 29. 
And a lot of people were like weirded out from this age gap where it's like, ew, why is she so young? And they hired Dylan O'Brien. He's like so old. But that's the whole point because it's showing Taylor's perspective in this film that like she was young when she dated him. Duh. Hello. I like I like that little parallel moment. I like that. Very specific detailing. I love. And it just also I love Sadie Singh's acting because it's so pure and just so like innocent. I don't know. It just shows the innocence in her character. AKA Taylor. And like obviously Mr. Dylan O'Brien, aka Jake Gyllenhaal, knows that he was happy in the moment, but it was like, oh no, never mind. We're gonna get to that in a moment. I'm I'm sorry, I'm jumping a lot. Anyways, Hold that on. I'm literally gonna. This is literally me defending Taylor for five minutes straight. Not even. I don't. This is this movie's long. Anyways, I should shut up. We got a lot more to do. Me acting like I've never seen this film, but I've seen it like a million times. Oh, beautiful. I walk through the door with you. The air was cold, something about it felt like home somehow, and I... Sorry. <gasps> I left my sister's house. Oh, sister's house? I left my red scarf at your sister's house. Pause. We have to talk about that little theory really quick. So, obviously... Okay, let me just say this. When I first heard the song, the red scarf... For my sense, when I listened to it in high school, was her innocence being taken away, and obviously he took it from her. So the red scarf is basically her innocence. But for a real event, which I feel like maybe Taylor actually left her red scarf at Jake Gyllenhaal's house. I took that as two perspectives. But a lot of people on the internet, especially the Swifties, were saying that the red scarf represents her virginity. Which I'm like, that's a little bit extreme. You know? I don't think Taylor, no, no, Taylor's never, I don't want to be out here being like, oh, Taylor's sexual, sexual stuff, but that's a little wild, that's a bit too wild, in my opinion, I don't know, I just see it as like, the red scarf is her innocence, because she was so innocently in love with an older man, which is honestly really sad to think, because it's like, she was so young, and she was just so in love with a man, that she knew that she thought he was so mature, you know, there's a saying, that, when you are 27, 27 year old men mature at that age. But I feel like the whole thing that what he did was so immature of him because it was like, you knew that you got what you wanted out of Taylor. And then you go, never mind. I don't want to be with you anymore. Hmm. I feel like as a man, you would have been like, listen, you know, from the start, I did like you, but I don't know. I just don't feel like this is it. I don't know. I feel like they could, I think in the movie, they did have that talk, but was it in real life or did he just ghost her like that? You know, I forgot. Oh my God. This is like, I haven't listened to the song in so long, but anyways, we'll get back to that thought in a moment, but I just thought I would mention that really quick. Anyways, I'll shut up for real. An upstate escape. I love these shots. Did Taylor shoot this? I know she directed it. So obviously maybe she thought of the angles. Singing in the car, getting lost upstate. I love that shot of like the mirror in the car. It just shows how happy she was with him. It's magic's not here no more. 
here we are. Oh, I love that. That spitting shot of like them kissing. Wonderful. But it also shows how gross it is in a way where it's like, whoa, like he was so old for her and she's like innocently young. I'm literally going to reference innocence throughout this whole thing because it's like this, this love was so innocent. It was so pure, but then it obviously got ruined because obviously I see it in his perspective also that Jake Gyllenhaal saw like, you know, I am a little bit too old for you, but it's like, bro, why didn't you mention this in the beginning? If you knew it was wrong. We hate a man like that. Also, we can hold on. I'm gonna hold my thoughts. Oh, here it is. Your cheeks were turning red. Used to be a little kid with glasses in a twin size bed. Wait, pause. Sorry, I just thought I knew that actor for a second. Wait, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Give me a second. I just replayed it a little bit. I thought that girl was from that new iCarly reboot show. The girl that took over Sam's place. Sorry. I, I just thought I knew that person. Sorry. We'll go back. Oh, you know what I've noticed? Sorry. Very detailed like Swifty here. Because we did mention innocence. I don't know why. But everybody else dr drank the wine except for her. Like Sadie Sink's character did not drink any of the wine. But everybody else. All of the other uh, of his friends, Dil Dylan O'Brien's friends in this movie, it shows detail by detail. Like, seeing it now, all of her, all of his friends are drank all the wine, but the only glass that's full is Miss Sadie Sinks. She hasn't taken a sip from it. That's when you know. That's when you know. Age in America is twenty-one, and. She was around 19 to 20 years old when she dated him. So she was around that age when they were dating. I love the little details they put in this movie. <gasps> Always keep an eye out for that, everybody. Oh, this is when he drops her hand. <sighs> Tossing me the car keys. Oh, there he is. Keychain on the ground. I love her hair in this. Always oh, skip in town. Ooh. Absolutely not. This, okay. We don't, okay. Let's have a conversation here. So they're just sitting at the dinner table having a drink with their buddies. And she goes to grab his hand, and he's like, uh-uh. Like, don't touch my hand. Don't hold my hand. Excuse me? Excuse me? I'm sorry? I'm sorry that our relationship is such a burden on your life right now? Like, what the fuck? Oh my, if my... If my man did that, I would ream him out. I would yell at him. Like... Because you know what that's giving me? You know what that's giving me? It's giving me you're embarrassed to be seen with me in public. You're embarrassed to be seen with me with your friends or with your family. Like, are you trying to hide me? Are you trying to hide this thing? Is this whole thing just a secret to you? Am I just a secret to you? You have no idea how much that pissed me off. It pissed me off so much. Anyways, enough about that. We'll move on. Uh-oh, he's looking angry. 
I'm sorry. Did he just throw the keys at her? Absolutely the fuck not. I don't care how angry, angry you are, don't fucking throw the keys at me. Don't fucking throw anything at me. It's only like five minutes in and I already hate this man. Absolutely the fuck not. No, you're not. You're not sorry. Fuck off. You're not sorry. Also, now you fucking remember? The beginning of this entire argument, you say you don't remember and now all of a sudden you remember? Bro, I swear to God. I swear to fucking God. That, okay, they just had an argument in the kitchen after that moment where I said if my man ever dropped my hand like that, I'd fucking kill him. That entire argument just made me want to punch someone. Specifically him. Like, I hate, I hate, okay, first of all, she was expressing her feelings and how she was feeling and he just completely deflected the entire situation and made her the villain in that entire situation. First of all, it's not how an argument goes and not even how a discussion goes, okay? Second of all, like, I literally just, like I said, like, he's like, oh, like, she literally said, she's like, I went to grab your hand, I went to grab your hand, you pushed my hand away, like, what the fuck, you wouldn't even look at me all night, like, what is going on? He's like, I didn't push your hand away, I don't remember doing that, blah, 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 you're being so selfish, and then, like, two minutes later, when she starts crying, and he starts saying, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he's like, I'm sorry I pushed your hand away, oh, oh, so, so now, so now you remember doing that. Only when you realized that you made me upset and cry did you remember that you did that. See, that's what I don't like about men. Well, not all men. Whatever. This is what I don't like about men sometimes. It's just like... See, they say we're the emotional ones when clearly they're the fucking emotional ones. And they... Never mind. He was blowing the entire situation out of proportion. And she was just trying to, like explain herself and he was just being a dick about it or whatever maybe that's just me but that entire argument made me want to just like throw something at him i hated that entire argument but anyways i'm getting sidetracked and i was thinking on the drive down anytime now she's gonna say it's love Oh, I hate that. After three months in the grave. <gasps> it's just like the poster. Oh, here it is. The gaslighting scene. I love and hate this scene at the same time. I want to memorize this monologue and like this like scene so bad. So I can just like be Taylor. That sounds weird. I want to be. Oh my God. He's talking. Obviously, she's pissed off. 
Mm, yeah, why are you acting so different in front of your... I mean, okay, pause. I have to defend Jake Gyllenhaal in this part a little bit. I'm not going to fully defend him, but I do feel like, obviously, we have our mirror, mirror balls. It's all connected to Taylor's songs. Anyway, sorry. So I think we all have those perspectives in life where you act different, certainly, around friends or your coworkers, your friends boyfriend family like you literally have all this perspective so i see why he's he's acting a bit different in front of the girlfriend and the friends but if you're gonna put them all together in one room obviously be yourself so i just didn't like the way that like obviously she had a reason to be upset honestly i take it back she obviously had a reason to be upset and i agree because it's like why are you acting so like douchey and so like oh I never hold your hand or whatever when like we all knew I could literally go up to your friends and be like yo did you see him holding my hand earlier he'll be like yeah but like he took it away don't gaslight me now anyways sorry back to this wonderful scene Gaslight. Gaslight. Beep, 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 beep. I would have left. You're making yourself... No. This is why as a society, as women, why we hate men. <laughs> like, me and Maxine talk about how much men are pretty, pretty toxic out there. Obviously, there's really good-hearted, good guys. But, like, no way. Like, if you're going to gaslight me and tell me that you didn't hold my hand... No, nah, I would have left. I would have, like, no. Nah, You're going to drive me home? I can call an Uber. I'm independent. I have money. I don't need you. Like, get the fudge out of here, bro. Like, no way. Telling me, oh, no, like, I didn't hold your hand. Oh, come on. I don't even remember the stuff that you were talking about. Bro, you're actually disgusting. Disgusting. If a man ever, ladies, if any man ever gaslights you, leave the room. Honestly, you could try to defend yourself as much as you can, but we all know men are stubborn. Sorry, men, if you're watching this. Are you watching this? No, because we're all Swifties. Honestly, this is why I love Taylor. She really re resonates with all the men out there, and she knew before all of us as a society, as women, knew. Does that make sense? I feel like when I was so young, I'm going back to my origin story a little bit, but when I was younger, I listened to Taylor's songs, and I'll be like, oh, I don't get it, but it sounds cute. But then, like, as older me, I'm like, why didn't she say this but you know what i mean like it's like at the moment where you're like oh she went through that too it's like a relatable moment and that's what i love about taylor's music it's so relatable even though if you can't relate to all too well i know like i saw a bunch of tiktoks when they first came out where a lot of people really resonated with the song because obviously the song is about secrecy secret relationship because obviously the main reason this this whole relationship was a secret because obviously like they didn't want the public to know that like there was a big age gap and also i think they didn't just want their other friends to know because they didn't want to have their opinions obviously as a friend i'll be looking out there for let's say maxine for example maxine starts dating like a 20 a 30 year old person a 30 year old man and like literally like i would as a friend would be obviously supportive but it's like girl like really like i don't know people have their own opinions about that but i i think what really resonates with the song is that there is secret secrecy relationships which obviously suck if there's a secret relationship 
don't even bother being in it. But obviously, there's, it depends on the, the situation. I think it really depends. Does that make sense? Because I feel like if you don't want your parents to know, obviously, because they're strict or something, then do what you got to do, honey, you know? But if it's like a mature relationship where they have to keep it a secret, that's weird. That's sus. Like, get out of my face, you know? I don't know. I just love how it resonates with a lot of people differently. For me, obviously, because I love Taylor, I love her music. I never had that. Anyways, we're just going to continue the movie. <laughs> oh, shut up. That was a lot of tea I just spilled. Anyways, without saying nothing. You know what's so amazing about... Wait, pause again. You know what's so amazing about the scene? This is all improvised. I think Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien did like a press interview thing for like the red carpet event of this movie. And I remembered like um, after it came out, a lot of people were so impressed by the scene. And obviously for me as an actor, because me and Maxine went to film school, for those of you that don't know, hi, we both went to film school. Um, we learn about improv and like, you know, like you can tell when the person's improving or... I don't know, like, for me, ever since I saw this film, I was like, this looks a little off. Like, it doesn't look like it was structured, in a way. Because we, obviously, as film students, we grew up with structured writing, structured, like, scenes, you know? So I feel like this was not that structured, at least for me, that I saw it. I was like, there's something off, but, like, it's still good, you know? And then fast forward for, like, a month later, like, they were like, oh, yeah, that whole scene was improvised. It's like, I knew there was something. I knew there wasn't that structured, you know? So that just amazes me that this is all improvised. I mean, it's not, like, <gasps> award-winning, stunning, a great, like, I love how she didn't latch out. I, it just felt very simple, mature, and also very, like, mod I feel like this is, like, an, a casual argument you would have with a significant other. If someone's gaslighting you, I feel like I would have, like, threw a brick or something. But obviously, this is real life. Um, so I just like how it was just so simplified. And also, it wasn't that, like, big of, like, a big dramatic thing. It was just so natural, which, obviously, at the end of the day, that's what acting is. Wow, I'm going into, like, a lot of things today. Anyways, I'll, for real, shut up. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Me saying I'll shut up every five minutes. I love when her hair's pinned straight. Whoever decided that deserves a raise. She looks so good with pinned straight hair. And you know what I love? Her lips are red just like Taylor's signature look at the time. T. I love how it just shows significantly that Taylor, Taylor Swift's story. And the story of us looks a lot like a tragedy now. Sorry, that's a different song. Oh, she's crying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shut the front door. You literally just gaslighted me and you made me feel like this. I caught the fly. I think I did. Sorry, edit that part out when I just killed the fly. <laughs> I love this song. the next part are you real oh in 
the refrigerator light down the stairs i was there i remember it all too well you know what i love about this whole song too in general I love how she still remembered every detail of that relationship. And just like in the beginning of the film that I read, loving or like uh, forgetting is the long is is so long, which I agree. Because like when you're in the moment or in that relationship with someone, you obviously it flows by and like you don't really remember it that much. But then the aftermath of the breakup, like it's so weird to think that after you break up with someone that you love or like put your energy to, it all just like, like when you instantly break up the only thing you can remember is the good memories and like you can't really like forget or like you forget like all the bad stuff they've done to you because that's so weird as humans that we think like that that's wild oh this is the breakup scene i wonder oh my god i ha i wonder how maxine's reacting to this whole thing me missing Max maxine again I like how silent it is. I don't have to hear her yell because I love the song. And also because it just shows like, like, oh, come on. Like you could tell the anger in her face and the calmness in his face when they're breaking up because it just shows, again, the whole innocence of like her wanting this whole relationship with this man. And then he just throws it all away so casually. Like it was nothing to him. I hate when men do this. Like I'm just, I'm not saying like men break up. I, I Girls break up too. I think it really depends on the breakup. But if the guy is the one insinuating the breakup and then he acts so casually about it. And again, I know it's a society thing where men have to act all tough because they don't want to show their weaker side. I want you to show your weaker side. I want you to cry to me how much you're going to miss me, how much this is affecting you more than me. Like, did the relationship mean nothing to you? If you show that you don't show how much you care in a way or how much you you love this person, why are you even like... You don't, I'm shocked. I don't even know what else to say because it's like, it just mind boggles me that men will just be like, nah, you know, let's break up. And it's like, they don't feel nothing. But then they go back to their bed crying about it later. Hmm. Hmm. Or they could talk about you to like other people, but like they don't tell you how they feel into their face. There's some men that are like that. I'm not saying, this is a disclaimer for a second. Like I'm not saying all men do this. Some men out there. Like Jake Gyllenhaal. He did that. He was like, mm, I don't know. I mean, we broke up because, you know, you're too young. I'm too old. <sighs> Anyways. Oh. When, when I saw this part in the film when she was crying and writing, I resonated. But I'm in new hell every time. The lyrics in this is wonderful. Why didn't she, like, why didn't she just release the 10-minute version years ago? I love the camera angle. Uh, she looks so good in this, too. Oh, this is sad. You know what's so, oh, I love this part of the scene. Because it's, again, it's so simple, this movie. I love 
she just kind of compared herself with the other women around her in that room and that's another thing that sucks bro you compare honestly why waste your life comparing when you could just live your life as you are now like okay this girl has brown beautiful luscious silky hair i don't have that so i'm i love my hair not silky my hair right now, it looks ratchet right now, but like my hair is beautiful the way it is. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like this constant, we live in this society as women constantly compare to each other of like who deserves more, who got the man better because, oh, I remember this scandal too. Sorry, this is like an additional what happened after this breakup, but apparently right after they broke up, Jake Gyllenhaal started dating a girl that was like her, his age or like a, a few, a few years younger, I think. I don't remember. That I don't remember that because that was a long time ago. But I just remembered him finding another girlfriend. And I think that's why Taylor was mostly upset about it. Because it was like, bro, you broke up with me because I'm an age gap, but you're complete, completely dating another woman. Again, it goes back to like you not showing empathy of how much we had shared together. And you're out here finding another woman to share another moment with. Nah, mm -mm, toxicity. This man was toxic from the start. Anyways, back to this movie. That was a lot. <laughs> oh, this part's so sad. Okay, I'm going to sing it for you guys because this this sad part is sad. Wait. You, you, you. You who charmed my dad with self-effacing jokes. Sipping coffee like you're on a late night show. So, like, obviously he met the family. But then he watched you watch me he watched me watch you at the front door all night willing you to come and then he says it it will turn out to be fun turning 21 so she turned 21 and there's a song in the album that's called the moment i knew guys stream it it's so sad if you're into sad music listen to that but in the in the song the moment i knew it significantly talks about how she waited for him to come to the birthday but a lot of people like obviously the Swifties speculated that it was about Jake Gyllenhaal and obviously that she never confirmed that either which again it's a private thing it's not a secret it's private so I just think like um that whole significantly of just that significant moment in, in that album and that song like where she specifies that she waited for him and the fact that she he didn't come to her birthday that's another red flag if i invite you to my birthday unless you have a reason if you're gonna go to like your grandma's house or if you're gonna i don't know like i met your you know what's so funny she met his friends and she throws a birthday party and for him to meet her friends there and he's all like i couldn't make it I wonder what his excuse was. That I would like to know. I waited at the front door all night for you, willing you to come. And my dad says it turns out to be, it's going to turn out to be fun turning 21. It wasn't fun because he wasn't there. He didn't meet my friends. That's so sad. Wasting your 21st birthday waiting for a man that you solely love innocently to not come to your birthday. That's honestly super sad. I wonder what his excuse was. It better be something good because you missed out on a good birthday. It was lit. Hmm. Anyways. All the reeling. Honestly, this part was so relatable in the film because it was like, ugh, every breakup after, literally. Also, my room. That's how messy it is. Ugh. 
the fairy lights so significant? I like to be my old self again. I love this lyric. Oh my god, I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna say it for you guys. This one, high school me listened to this song, and I think that's when the moment I was like, we hate men, and obviously I don't want to have a boyfriend because this lyric really. I'm, I'm gonna say it for you guys. Obviously for copyright reasons. Me acting like I didn't sing the entire song, but time wounds flies like I'm paralyzed by it. So the wounds. I like to be my old self again, but I'm still trying to find it. After Patrick days of nice when you made me your own. Nine. Sorry, I got distracted by CD crying. But like, that's so sad to think about how much you, um, you, you put yourself in or give all, give your all to a person that you that you knew that was going to be in your life forever and like obviously like as people we all learn and grow with each other and I feel like that was a moment in Taylor's life specifically it was a season in her life that she knew that this man would obviously not hurt her but like obviously like he was important to her in that time frame because obviously she learned from it. Obviously, now she's like in her 30s and she grew from this. And obviously, at that time when he was 30, he was out here like playing snakes and ladders with like freaking other girls. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just so like, again, like it all goes back to like this whole thing about like, you know, it just shows how much you put energy into a person and then they can instantly switch up and you can just instantly lose yourself within that person that makes sense sometimes you could be in love with this person sometimes you could put all of it because you you genuinely want to be their friend and you just love to show again it's like empathy what is it what's that not empathy it's like you give all of yourself to a person and they kind of just take advantage of it and they crumple it up there's this lyric too where it's like uh um what was it it was like uh i think it just passed maybe we got lost in translation baby i asked baby i asked for too much I, we, it was like, this thing was a masterpiece until you tore it all up. Like you created something with this person and then they, I love that reference in the song. Cause it's like, it just shows how much life can really like, you know, like people in your life can really affect your artwork. Cause obviously this friendship you made, is all like art, you know, let's say for example, you create this more like this beautiful piece of art, a painting with your friend. And obviously like you put all this energy, all this love, all this sweat to this painting with your friend or with the significant other. But then after like you guys, let's say like in this whole painting, I love what referencing or like, referencing or like putting as an example as painting because it, it makes sense because it's like you put this all this energy with this person that you painted together and they go um oh, but I don't like that but it's like but I like that and obviously there's like a little bump with that obviously you get into an argument they go you know what this is awful we're ripping it into shreds but it's like but I put all my love into this we love that reference obviously take that reference as much as you will anyways I'll for real shut up this movie makes me just so uh, anyway sorry you can't get rid of it I wonder what did happen to that red scarf though
Upside down Spider-Man kiss? Is that referencing to Mysterio? I love this um, casting that they did for this film. Taylor did a good job with that. Because Dylan O'Brien kind of does look like Jake Gyllenhaal in a way. Sadie Sink, mm, a bit. The similarities are there, though. I love this part in the movie. 13 years, uh, 13 years gone. Obviously, Taylor loves 13. She's born on December 13th. Just so you know. Taylor Swift fact. Did the twin flame bruise paint you blue? <gasps> wow, that's so true because it's like they were both Sagittarius. I literally looked up Jake Gyllenhaal's sign before watching this film or like before the 10 minute version came out because I knew the song was about him. And I was like, I wonder what Jake Gyllenhaal's sign was. They were both Sagittarius's. Hmm. Hmm. Do Sagittarius's get along with other Sagittarius's? I guess not because they didn't get along. Well, relationship wise, I'm talking about like in general. That's a we're gonna fact check that with Maxine soon. Anyways, the book, girl, we didn't need no man. You could write a freaking book about how much you were in grief, pain. <sighs> Taylor, ah! can I tell you? When I told you I screamed when I saw her on screen, I screamed when I saw her on screen. Oh, wait. Oh, she actually said the lyric. I remember it all too well. The song title. You know what I love this reference? Okay, really quickly before we end this because it's almost done. I love how the book referenced the song because when she released the song, she was apparently at the time she was so nervous because like obviously she knew that it was going to be about, you know, who Mr. Jake. Um, <laughs> I just love the reference of like her in the like that release book thing or whatever she did was the reference of her releasing the song and everybody now listening to it can relate to it. So I love how that shows that reference because it shows that you're not alone in this type of stuff, you know, Everybody can get yelled at. Anybody can get thrown keys. Anybody can treat you like garbage. Like, like literally this whole thing, just, it's a full circle moment for everybody. And I just think it's just so great that it shows that in the film because, because it just shows the real life scenario that she released the song and everybody fell in love with it. And like, Oh, I relate to it. And again, I saw the TikToks back to that TikTok thing where everybody did TikTok stories about how they relate to that song when it came out. Obviously the 10 minute version, but when I was listening to it when I was younger, I obviously did not relate to it. I was just like, wow, this is a great storytelling freaking song. But older me can can relate now, but I'm not getting into detail. Anyways, yeah, this is the end. And you know what I love? He's outside waiting for her. Like, like oh my God, it's her. And obviously he's still the same age. Wearing the red scarf. <gasps> and it's snowing. I love the snow. Not being in it, but looking at it, beautiful. I love the ending of the song. 
you remember it all too well. Written and directed by Miss Swift. Woo! Her, Sadie Sink. Him, Dylan O'Brien. Her later on, Taylor Swift. I love how she doesn't have to give names because we all know. We all freaking know. Who's the cinematographer for this? What's his name? Mr. Mrs. Rena Yang. <gasps> we love her. That was wonderful. Oh my God. Okay. The breaking point. Uh oh. Who's going to break him or her? Bet you it's going to be him. I feel like he's one of those guys that like always deflects shit. He's like, the other person's always the problem and he's never the problem. Let me guess, he's got some sort of internal feelings, he's not feeling right or whatever, and then he's gonna fucking... <sighs> and then, like, not talk about the issue and just be like, fuck off. And then feel bad a day later and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't read it. I fucking hate when people do that, but whatever. We're not gonna go there. Move on, girl, you're so much fucking better. You can do so much better than Dylan O'Brien. Why oh, remember that TikTok sound? This TikTok sound was from this. What he was the If we had been closer in age, that one. I remember that TikTok sound. Good sound. Yes! Happy birthday! The reeling. Yeah. After the breakup, especially like right afterwards, always the shitty part. Where you're just like, what the fuck do I want to do? Like, all you want to do is lay in bed and do absolutely nothing. Which is what she's doing. I've felt that before. I know what that's like. But honey, you could do so much better. I get you're upset, but girl, you could do so much fucking better than that, man. See, here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. When people break up, it's good to remember the good things, but it's also good to remember the bad things. Here's a little life lesson, okay? The two of you broke up for a reason. You know? There is something from that relationship that caused the two of you to break up. Whatever it was, either it was a mutual thing or a one-sided thing. And, I like, I get it, I'm all for second chances, but sometimes, like, if they did something shitty or it just wasn't working, like, again, there was something clearly in the relationship that just was not working, and it will come up again if you guys try and give it a second chance. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like 
if you like if you want to try and give it a second chance but you have to be prepared to deal with those same issues that were there when you guys first did the relationship because I guarantee you there's still going to be an issue so unless you are ready and prepared to deal with those issues and actually try and fix them and work together on fixing them then cut it cut it cut it cut it cut it cut it also I hate I absolutely hate when someone breaks up with someone and then immediately afterwards they regret it and they're like no like I'm really sorry like can we go back together like no you made the choice to dump me live with it but anyways I see 13 years gone so I'm assuming that she's older we're at a new phase in our lives hoping it's one without this person but I guess we'll see I will grow older but your lovers will stay my age now that is a roast but it is so true so many Hollywood men do that oh she wrote a book I love that see that's what I love when writers write a book about their pain because um, I feel like it helps a lot to talk about it oh shit that's Taylor she dyed her hair we love that because I find that as a writer myself a lot of people write from their own experiences because it helps them build the story but like I love that we're taking our pain and we're making something beautiful out of it and fuck Dylan O'Brien I mean, not the actor, like the character, but I'm calling him Dylan O'Brien. Standing outside the window, all gloomy. Well, it's your own fucking problem. It's your own fault. Whoops. Oh, she wrote and directed it? Yes, Miss Taylor. Dylan O'Brien! Fucking knew it. knew it was Dylan O'Brien. Mr. Maze Runner. Mr. Percy Jackson, I think. So I don't know if Maxine did like a final thoughts moment, but I just thought I would give my two cents, even though throughout the whole movie, I gave my two cents the entire thing. But obviously, as a structured uh, freaking film certified student-wise review I think this film is wonderful because again the re relatability it does show a lot of you know like similar things that will happen in a real life relationship like gaslighting like we mentioned um you know the 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 beautiful moments that we see in relationships and obviously the forgetting, taking long, comparing yourself. I just love how very modern it is, but this happened back in like 2012? When did Red come out? I think 2012. 2011 they dated. That was a long time ago. But it again, it doesn't have to show, like every relationship can show its time differently. I don't know. What am I saying? I don't know. Um... But yeah, I just think this whole movie is wonderful. Obviously, I'm not saying that because of Taylor Swift. I obviously, when I first heard that she directed this movie, I was in shock. Because obviously, first of all, 
we've seen Taylor dabble into directing for a very long time. Obviously, she's been wanting to direct stuff for a while. Obviously, she's old enough to do that. I mean, you don't have to be a certain age to direct, but I just love how she's empowering herself like throughout this few years that went by because obviously her rights got taken away. Obviously, she got independent, and obviously, she's writing her own music again, and it just shows how much independence that you don't really need a label or anything, or, like, you just have to have a name, if that makes sense. I don't know if, like, I mean, even, like, you don't even have to have a name. Like, you could just, you could direct, oh, my God, I'm about to burp. I'm so sorry. Megan, edit this out. I'm sorry. Back to it. Promise. You don't have to have like a full big production to make a story to tell about how relatable this is. I love how relatable this film is. I love Sadie Singh's acting. It is so wonderful, so relatable. Um, I really just love the way its story tells her emotions because again, it's, it starts with the innocence going into, you know, the sadness to the forgetting to like her remembering and then like going to the independent mode that she is Miss Swift herself, which I do love that. I love Dylan O'Brien's character, even though like he has not changed throughout the whole film. Um, but I really wanted to see more of his perspective. Obviously, again, this is Taylor's story. So obviously she told it from her perspective of what she felt. And obviously she tried her best to see the guy's perspective a little bit. But at the same time, it's like you can't really see his perspective because it's like you did what you did. So it's like, why would I want to hear it now? You know what I mean? Um, but I just really love Dylan O'Brien's acting. I've seen his acting work before in other films and just like him, like and Teen Wolf and stuff. Me acting like I've watched Teen Wolf, but I've only watched one episode of my life. But obviously he's a really good actor and I really like how it shows a bit of that. Like he shows a bit of a different perspective. He sees I see him more of like Jake Gyllenhaal, to be honest. <laughs> anyways the casting is wonderful the the storytelling was amazing the cinematography was amazeballs like miss rena wang is her name girl this cinematography is amazing the angles the lighting the the freaking everything is immaculate and every detail is so beautiful i think miss taylor should start directing movies at this point because girl the amount of details she puts into this film she does like little Easter egg stuff, which I really love her with that when she does releasing music and whatever. But yeah, um, what else is there? To, honestly, this I hope it wins for a VMA award. I hope it wins something at a film festival because, girl, this movie was so wonderful, so beautiful. I love the music. Obviously, we love All Too Well. If you guys haven't listened to the 10-minute version, go listen to it. But if you're not down for it, just listen to the regular 5-minute version Obviously, it's four minutes and 55 seconds or something like that. But, like, the details in this in this song is just so wonderful. And, like, the 10-minute version just shows how much more details we missed out and how much he really did affect her. Because, obviously, the five-minute version or whatever is, like, oh, like, she's just sad. And, obviously, this man broke her heart. But we got the exclusive. You know what I mean? Like, it just felt like it was well-needed. I'm actually so glad that she released this. Because, again, the rela relatability is there. And... It's just, Taylor's such a freaking genius. And if y'all are haters, I swear to God, why do people hate Taylor? She's just so amazing. She's so detailed. Again, she can write better scripts than any of y'all combined. She can write better than half of your essays you write. It's probably two pages. Well, that was super cute. I loved the ending. I think the ending was my favorite part because, again... Like I mentioned, I love when people take their personal struggles and they turn it into something good for themselves and, like, healing for themselves. Because I feel like a lot of people 
um, want to find closure in some things and sometimes they can't get that for whatever reason and it can suck whether it's a breakup or a loss of something um, when you're in that aftermath of that bad thing you just kind of want to like sit and drown in your sorrow and like curl up in a little ball and die trust me I know I've been there I totally get it but I think channeling that sadness into a hobby or in her case a career I think that's a beautiful thing um because then you can kind of make yourself a better person and grow yourself um and take care of yourself I think that's also very very important but I thought it was so cute again we don't like Dylan Bryan Dylan O'Brien but I mean his character. We don't like Dylan O'Brien's character. We love Dylan O'Brien. But anyways, I thought that was super, 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 super cute. Uh, I love Taylor. Little thing. Um, I love that she also turned her song into a short film. I feel like not a lot of artists do that. But I feel like more artists should do that. That'd be really cute. Like a fun little music video. But like as a story. Writers. Singers. Musicians. Might want to take notes. But yeah, that is everything from me. That's everything that I want to say. At least I hope Jessie also enjoyed this short film. I cannot wait to hear her opinions and see her reactions to it. I'm sure they're going to be absolutely wonderful. And make sure to stay tuned for next Saturday when we upload our next episode. You can go subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can go hit the notification bell as well to be notified whenever we upload episodes. You can also go check us out on our Instagram page to go and see when we are going to be uploading, any updates that are coming from us. You can go check those out over there. Or you can go follow our personals to see what we're personally doing our personal lives or if you want to just go ahead and listen to us you don't feel like watching the whole thing then you can go stream us on any audio platforms you got spotify you got apple podcast google podcast and amazon music you can go take a listen to us but thanks again so much for watching this week's episode we love you so so much and we'll see you next time bye